0: Video Gamer Podcast number 468, uh, welcome, come on in, sit down, be quiet and listen uh, mm. to Rich Walker and uh, me, Josh Wise, your host, host co-host, co-anchor, uh,
1: mm. hello Rich Walker, how are you doing? Good thanks, good thanks. Uh, you made me think of Vanilla Ice then. Uh, <laughs> <stop>. <laughs> always a good thing, always a good thing. But I've forgotten the words to the song, stop mm. something and listen. Someone's going to have to fill in the gap for me. Yeah, fill in the gaps.
0: Email in, email in. Um, Yeah, got some... some, First off, got some devastating news for you. Um, Well, more devastating for me, but you'll still be sad to hear it. Yeah. Um, Got an email in. And I don't like to jump the gun. Obviously, we'll get to the emails when we get to the emails. But I have to put this in the first thing because it's quite important to snack watch. So last week, of course... The subject of the uh, twirl came up. There's a new variant, the caramel mm-hmm. twirl. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we've have had, you tried it? Well, not quite, but one Can't of find our it. one of our brilliant listeners emailed in, who's actually a rep uh, for a cereal company. Um, oh. And uh, they, they, you know, regular, regular uh, listener, and obviously, and they loving, loving snack watch. Who isn't? But they, they <laughs> he, he went to a, a supermarket and found out about this twirl. And uh, the bad news, it's a caramel flavour twirl.
1: Ah, oh, what?
0: yeah they I, I was it, picturing huge.
1: it with caramel inside
0: Oh I know and and, and and it was it was a glorious fever dream, imagining that, mm. but it's not to be. and actually it it does make sense because they do a twirl orange variant, yeah, which of is course really lovely, but that works the same way. There's no orange goo in there, it's just a twirl, no. but it's no. flavored like
1: so but that is sad though, because you know actually though, when you think about it, it ceases to be a twirl if you start sticking things in it. That's true. So I it sort would- of get the logic.
0: Yeah, it would fuck with the because I that one of the huge pluses of the twirl I think is the consistency is the mm. sort of structural. And you're right if you if you did kind of inject it with caramel, if you you'd flooded de- its chambers with Flo- <laughs> caramel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then, well, I don't know what you'd end. You'd end up with something that was unbelievably good, no doubt. But mm. it, you're right; it would, on a fundamental level, cease to be the twirl as yeah. we know it. So, yeah,
1: but um, just a little bit of background, Josh, just quickly. Mm. If you can hear some racket. It's because mm. I'm having some work done in the house. So you A might drills and clanking and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I'll well, just apologise up front about that.
0: I didn't hear it, but it, that's if the listeners hear that, that's what's going on. Um, I can hear it. <laughs> so that's... <laughs> Rich can, <laughs> Rich can hear it, but the microphone's not picking it up. So if it distracts you, Rich, you just have to get zen-like and just try yeah, and yeah, focus. Yeah, I will.
1: I'll zone in.
0: But yeah. <laughs> But, yeah. So that's... That's the first. That's a bit of sad news. Because also, I say this much: mm. I'm not big on caramel-flavored things. I always think it's a bit weird. They never quite get it r- yeah. So much of caramel is about the texture of
1: caramel. Do you find that? Do you know what invariably happens? I do. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's if you have a salted caramel thing, they usually overdo the salt. Yes, they do. Compensate for the, uh, you know, the caramel. It never. Yeah. You're right. It never <laughs> quite works, does it? No, Caramac being the the exception, of course. Yeah, and that's something entirely you know that, different. That's
0: you're into a new sort of arena with the Caramac, yeah. I think. But, yeah. And, and one of our listeners recommend because I hadn't had one until relatively, it was like a, a year and a chunk ago. It was like the first time I'd had a proper Caramac. I went and I Can't really liked it. them. I, mm. I, I I really liked what I had. I I mean, it's it's different, isn't it? It Sort of belongs to yeah. its own. Yeah. Blows to its own thing. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna not put. I want to just mention 13 again, and I'm sorry for mentioning it two weeks running.
1: <laughs> right, you've been you've been uh, persevering with it. Oh, I
0: have, right, but I don't want to put it in the What We've Been Playing segment, because I want to get it out of the way now. Oh, done. So it
1: was in there last week, wasn't it?
0: It was properly in the What We've Been Playing segment last week, yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't want to give it that long this week. I just want to sort of, you know, to conclude. Um, yeah. I bought uh, the original 13 for... Ah, okay, um, yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I see. I see
0: what you're doing. Compare and contrast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was thinking about doing it anyway, and, and it was like I don't know, f- f- five quid. Actually, yeah, it was about five, six quid, and it was like a really good. good, um good condition with the booklet with the disc. PS2. In there. Uh, OG Xbox. OG Xbox. Oh, okay. Very yeah. Nice. If you're doing stuff from that era. And and you can do Xbox, then you sort of just
1: should oh, do Xbox. And you're playing it on the 360.
0: I've got it. I've got the 360 out because, it, it, like, I always think that the the OG Xbox versions of that generation were pretty much just always the best ones. They they always yeah. they came afterwards, but they just did all the third party stuff a little bit better. You know, mm. it just it mm-hmm. looked a bit more like the PC version. It's it's the better version. But yeah, also doing it on the 360, uh, just because it. It's uh, convenient, you know. And oh, yeah. and I, bought, I bought a new 360 controller as well because my old one had sort of had it a little bit. Yeah, um, they
1: didn't have a great shelf life, those controllers.
0: No, they didn't. They didn't. No. But you know what's really weird? After I was holding it for a few hours while I was playing, a slight tangent, but I went back to the new Series X controller afterwards. And mm. bugger me if I didn't actually sort of prefer the hand feel of the 360. Really? I love that. What, sque- even with the little
1: battery pack in the middle?
0: No, no, it's a wired one
1: oh right oh, and it okay. was
0: glorious but yeah you're right that battery pack was a right old twat wasn't mm, it it would always sort yeah. of like your fingers would rub, brush up against it and you'd be like oh yeah. what's that no it wasn't like <laughs> that but yeah the wired one It just the hand feels phenomenal and the Siri, I mean I like the Series X controller's hand feel but I, I just I love that squidgy old 360 controller it's such a glorious thing um, mm. it still yeah. might be my favourite one they've done but I don't know I, I, th- I mean the D-pad on the newer ones is better, obviously. I, I purely only mean hand feel, by the way. I don't mean you know right. the vibrate, the vibrations better okay, on the newer right. ones. Uh, I just I mean you know just just the way it is in the hand. It, it's three hundred and sixty
1: still just glorious. Anyway, because yeah, I was going to say the buttons are a little rickety now. I don't know if that's the age of my controller. Well, but. I
0: got a brand new one and they were pretty plush. Okay. Um, the triggers aren't great. I will say no. that much. The triggers on the on the new ones are springy, quite, quite a lot better, very springy, very. Yeah, very sort of almost cheap feeling, but I don't mind mm. that too much. But anyway, um, I, I, yeah, so I got the original thirteen, whacked it on the 360. It It is better. Do you know what's really annoying, right? I, I've sort of had to give up with the thirteen remake because I've gotten to a level where I've tried five times in a row and it's crashed to the dashboard every time.
1: Yeah, that's awful.
0: It's, I can't, it, yeah, it's worse than that's Cyberpunk. That's unacceptable. It's worse
1: than launch Cyberpunk. Yeah, I mean, it's like, Cyberpunk had its issues, but did it crash at all? Or it crashed it to the dash. No, I did, did get
0: I did get a couple of dash crashes on uh, on yeah. Cyberpunk, but this this is literally like I cannot get past this, and it's only like it's like the fourth or fifth level in the snow, and it's like not good enough. Every time I've done it, it's crashed to the dashboard. It's like and this is you, after patches. This is after three patches. One of them was like a nine gig jobber, so no no Fuck. laughing matter. Um, yeah. And what's funny is it says, "Oh, would you like to make a attach a uh, make a report and send it?" <clears throat> I don't think it's going anywhere. I think I've said yes every time. I've sent that that
1: report twenty five. Is it like the um, you know, like the tubes you send off at the uh, power plant? <laughs> <temp. laughs> yeah. they, they get jettisoned into a river, and then I beavers build <laughs> dams out of them.
0: I think it is. Yeah,
1: because
0: <laughs> I said last week about how play magic or whatever like they they, they went dark in like early mm. 2021 and like their socials have all have all been like not active and stuff <laughs> apparently yeah. it's like i don't know if they still exist as a developer but it it sucks right because the thing is is that the original is better um mm. in a number of ways but the thing is is that the remake's kind of better in a number of other ways i mean a radial weapon select is genius. I don't know what the first ever video game to have a radial weapon select menu was, but it's massive.
1: Um, hmm. And uh, I'm trying to remember the first one I came across. I feel like it was... GTA was, 4. Did San, was, I was going to say, yeah, GTA had one, didn't it? Did, yeah. did San, San Andreas didn't, did it?
0: No, it did no. in those new definitive, quote-unquote definitive ones, but GTA 4 <laughs> yeah. was the first one and, of course, Red Dead Redemption. Did Manhunt... No, Manhunt didn't have any. um, You just picked up a weapon, and that was the weapon you had at that time. I feel like there's
1: an older Rockstar game that had one.
0: Well, all the GTAs, you cycle left and right with R2 and L2. Manhunt, Uh you pick up each weapon as you use it, and it's a one-time use. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, San Andreas was the same as the older GTAs, and then I think Bully... um, I don't think Bully had weapons in that way. I know it had the slingshot, and it had the... You could pick up rocks. Maybe I
1: am stuff. thinking of Red Dead Redemption then.
0: Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, you know, stuff like that and stuff like, oh, you can look down iron sights, which you couldn't do in the original 13. You can sprint, and there mm. wasn't a sprint in the original 13. You know, there yeah. are things about it which are just yeah. like mod cons where you think, oh, no, but it is... Re-. And actually, I, I, the artwork sort of grew on me, you know? I actually didn't okay. hate it in the remake. It like I thought, oh, it, it sort of looks looks quite cool that some of the environments are like really 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 cool it's not how
1: disappointing that it's no good technically i know that's that's gutting
0: that's the worst thing of all because now another company may not attempt it now
1: yeah that's shit
0: it's always worse when someone does it and fucks it than when no one does it at all because when someone does it and fucks it Mm. i don't think another company's really going to want to touch it are they
1: yeah no exactly it's like well, oh they've already that.
0: they've done that now and it didn't and yeah. it didn't work and also the load of the source code was meant to be lost and stuff so I don't know well at least
1: it's, it's possibly not for another I don't know decade or two <laughs> maybe yeah but yeah.
0: get yourself a copy of the original get it on your 360 it's still really
1: really good so mm, you know, okay.
0: that, that, that's what I'll say anyway, anyway I've, I've hijacked that enough about yeah. 13 our whole um, opening
1: section is what we've been playing part 2
0: and twirls
1: yeah, we we got some twirl chatting there. Got I, I've twirl. got nothing to add, I
0: don't think. Yeah. Um, so don't and, worry. And your loft work being done as well. So we've got, yeah, we got it all a lot in loft there. loft work done. Yeah.
1: Jammie Dodgers are good. How about Jammie that?
0: <laughs> Jammie. Perfect.
1: Perfect. And some jammy Dodgers. Lovely.
0: Right. They are good. Right, have a jingle then and we'll talk games again. More for more. When you tie your shoes and you do the bit where you make the loop goes round, mm-hmm. rather than tying double knots on your shoes, just go round twice because they never ever ever come undone and you can then undo them just pull 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 at the end of the day ever 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 come undone what we've been playing we've been playing some games uh actually you've been you've been doing some uh some dlc bits which i i'd like to hear first first of all um yeah you've been playing the void riders dlc for Oli Oli world
1: I have, uh, I have. Kind of and it is, well, it's more Oli Oli world levels, but with an extraterrestrial twist. Is that what's going um, on? It's sort of otherworldly? Well, not really. Well, sort of. So you get nine sort of new levels, uh, three in each of the game's first three regions. Right. Um, and you can complete them in any order you like. And completing two of three uh, unlocks a little challenge. So, like, it'd be collecting piñatas mm. from the inside of an alien's tractor beam. <laughs> right, right. Or, uh, what's the other one? I think racing a character, is that one? I can't remember. Oh, right, um, yeah. Yeah, and then there's the actual little void itself off to the left of the map. Hmm. Um, so, these other levels are within Radlandia, and then there's these new sort of alien levels in the void. And there's five of those.
2: Okay.
1: And then a final sort of challenge for the Nebulord. <laughs> Which I haven't done yet because it's really bloody hard.
0: Yeah, that game can get tough. Even that yeah. the, the base game can get
1: tough later on. No, absolutely. Well, this is like one single unbroken run and it goes on and on and on. <laughs> and there are no checkpoints. And if, so if you make one slip up, you're fucked, Ooh, basically. Oh, dear. So yeah. that's, that's frustrating. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like I got really close to the end last night and I sort of missed a rail grind. Mm. You know, that sort of heartbreaking feeling when you accidentally press Mm. the wrong button and you go through the (laughs) rail
0: yeah i hate the the ones where they've got you banged to rights you can't blame the game you just press the wrong button it's so annoying because you can't really be angry properly you're just like i Mm -hmm. fucked it i fucked it huge Yeah. yeah so basically what you're getting at is it is it's a level pack and that's great
1: yeah, it's a nice level pack. New characters, new sort of little story, new challenges.
0: Oh, new story stuff um, as well. Such yeah, as yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah,
1: it's the Nebula Lord is after a, a, a skater specimen to entertain him. And he's a demanding, <laughs> sort of petulant, whinging Excellent. bastard. Excellent. Uh, so you've got to, yeah, entertain him.
0: Any more stuff out of that unsightly little frog fellow that that was in the main game?
1: Um, No. Mm. No, what although I did I did go and do a side quest for him that was in the base game just because I was like playing and I saw it and I was like, do you know what? I'll do so, just do I'm some more bits. And it. I'll
0: check in with a little frog
1: fella. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Everyone loves the frog fella. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a grotesque little frog fella with a little yeah, yeah, yeah. Hawaiian shirt.
0: Yeah, fair enough to him. Um, yeah. That sounds it's quite cool. Well, how much is mm. this going to set me back?
1: £8. Is it worth it? Um, let's see, nine nine levels in Radlandia, three challenges, yeah. six voidy bits, new cosmetics to unlock. Yeah, yeah probably, i, think I eight quids it, yeah. reasonable. Why not? Yeah, new achievements slash trophies.
0: Yes. Yeah, I haven't played so, on the um, Ollie World since uh since since it came out, but I, I, I enjoyed yeah. my time with it. I did. Well you um, can get it
1: with the Rad Edition or the Season Pass as well or whatever it's called. Um, ah sweet. Or you can get it on its own. Yeah.
0: yeah. I might look into it. Uh you've
1: also been playing
0: the Biosyn expansion for Jurassic World <laughs> Evolution 2. Well you and
1: I love the film so much. <laughs> yeah, that you were hooked I on thought, it. I thought, well I've got to play this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: That's yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: no, good stuff though. It's a sort of uh, lead in prologue to the film, so you're actually building the Biosyn facility that's in the movie. Oh
0: shit. Oh okay. Yeah. That's, so that's quite, quite cool. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then so got it's not a theme park then, or, yeah. It, no, it's no, like so you're building
1: a facility, like, like in the film. Um, right. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's still the same. You've got dino pens and there are viewing platforms and stuff, because there are hints of that in the film, aren't there, those mm. sort of um, little ranger stations and I stuff. I
0: he does give him like, a sort of tour as well. Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah. Oh, you Is have
1: to build the Hyperloop infrastructure as well. So you, like, you build certain things, you know, the subterranean sort of travel system, transit oh, system. Oh yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's yeah, yeah. in there. Um you've got the voices of the actors in there. You've got Bryce Dallas Howard, you got the fellow who plays Lewis Dodgson. They're all uh, <laughs> chatting. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um yeah. So, yeah, no, it's good. I so, like it.
1: again, more of the
0: same, but sort of in a with yes. a slightly interesting kind of twist, yeah. like a So yeah.
1: Know. New new buildings, new bias in buildings. Um mm new facilities there's the amber mines you can go down and mine for amber oh yeah 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 yeah. and yeah, as you sort yeah. of research uh, your amber mines sort of um, enterprise you can go deeper and deeper and deeper and get different dino breeds um, huh. yeah yeah, it's so kind of new a new species cool, of dino as well.
0: A cool so. little sort of twist, I guess. It's like you get to mm. play the evil Dodgson, right? So sort of feel like it's slight slightly different I guess than just building a
1: park. You've kind of got your oh, own Oh, have you just ruined the film by saying Dodgson's evil? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. What? If
0: anyone didn't guess by the name Bio Sin <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: when you've got writing that subtle, I've just blown mm. it over. <laughs> I've Just given yeah. away the
2: twist.
0: It's funny because yeah.
1: the whole thing is motivated by like um <laughs> they rivalry with Ingen. Yeah, right, he's saying, yeah. you know, we're not going to make the mistakes they did. We're going to do this right. Yes, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, f- f-
0: fair, fair fair. Mm. yeah, fair it's, enough.
1: Yeah, uh, it, it's very enjoyable. Very, I mean, it's one of those things that's just nice to sort of throw on and noodle about with. Yeah, and yeah. you know, build your park and just get it all ready, and then start shipping dinosaurs in. And do you have yeah. a room for the locust? <laughs> That's not come up yet. <laughs> right. I, haven't come, I haven't come to that point. Just a um, little
0: tip for you, mate. Just a little. I tip don't know
1: you. if they. I don't know if they're in. They'll be in there. It,
0: if you do. If the. If you've got to build a locust room, right? Mm. Number one, make sure your flamethrowers are, are active when you need yes. them. Yes. Right. Yeah. Number two. Yeah. I've spoken to two to two two different people about this and they've both said different things so okay i don't i don't know uh, w- uh, what the actual verdict is if, if I think ed- i know what you're going to say anyone out well let me just you you can but <laughs> i'll say i say you can predict what i'm going to say but anyone on the listeners if you've seen Jurassic world dominion uh once rich says what i'm going to say you mm. feel free to email in and tell us how you interpreted the scene i guess but
1: yeah what, what go on Oh, I was going to say, make sure your ventilation is in order, so, <laughs> yeah. that, that, so that you know there's no danger of them say catching fire and flying out. Exactly. Ex-
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: is that fair? Have some fair. countermeasure in place. I think
2: that's, that makes sense.
0: I <laughs> mean, yeah. the thing is, I spoke to. So was it you who said that they that that when when he sets the locust on fire, they just break the ceiling hatch?
1: Yeah. They just right. bust out and go flying. Sorry, yeah. this is sort of mild spoilers, but who cares? It's rubbish.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's to be honest, it's the least of your worries. Take it from us, that's the least of your worries. <laughs> yeah, um, true, yeah, yeah. Because I spoke to someone else who interpreted that scene the way I interpreted it, because mm-hmm. Dodgson does sort of lean over and press another button, and oh. it does sort of feel like he opened the roof hatch, but then I know that you, <sighs> okay. and I think the... Um, the, the fellow I was sitting next to also thought they just broke out and I was like well it is just reinf- it's a steel roof like I don't think they just mm. suddenly why would they build a roof so weak that some insects yeah. y- you know Which, well, but to be honest my interpretation just raises more questions having set why them why is fire, there a roof hatch at all yeah why would he let them out if he set them on f- whatever anyway don't do that mm. in, in Jurassic World Evolution 2 the Biosyn expansion Um no On to other business, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, colon, Shredder's Revenge, Mm. Uh, another uh, harkback, I guess, uh, from Dot Emu. Um yeah. who uh previously involved with the uh, the very very Streets, Streets of Rage 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, albeit they were involved sort of co-developing, I think, on that one with Guard Crush Games yeah. and I think Lizard Cube as well.
1: Yeah, that's right. This
0: one is uh emu's involved, but it's another developer.
1: It's uh, tribute games. Tribute um, games. They made a thing called Mercenary Kings a while back.
0: Right. And this um, is a yeah. sort of styled <clears throat> it, it's sixty I mean they say it's sixteen bit these days, you know. If you when you go back and play something that that like, you know, from the sixteen bit era, this is like <laughs> the stuff the stuff that we say is sixteen bit now is so lavish in comparison. Yeah. It's a real beautiful um but yeah, this is it's kind of styled as as though it were a sequel to or another one of those sort of Konami arcade Mm -hmm. uh, just either you know Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as it was called or Turtles in Time I think when it was ported to consoles that sort of stuff so it's like of that era that sort of 1991, 1992 you've just loaded up a nice little 16 bit scrolling beat em up uh, in sort of similar fashion to to those games and to things like Streets of Rage you know Um, and it's uh, you can do up to six player co-op or you can do it you can sort of do it through on your own and it's good it's um it's colourful. It's very, very vibrant. It's got some lovely mm-hmm. little animations in there. The uh, the combat's satisfying. Um, it's maybe the combat for me, not quite as good as... St- I thought Streets of Rage 4 was was uh, a little bit better in terms of its combat and the sort of complexity of its combat. Yeah. But this is there's still room here for... It's still good. It's just that yeah. I thought the combat in Streets of Rage 4... Um, it, it felt like it was more about that, you know, it had your sort of rotation mm. inputs and all your different sort of combos. This does have some combos, though. It's just a little bit more easy, I found. Um, but, yeah, yeah it's uh, it's an interesting piece of work. It's got an overworld map. The, 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 the plot is Shredder's... The story mode is, yeah. Yeah, Shredder's gone mad again. Um, he's up to his old antics. Um, yeah. Turtles have got to step in and, uh, you know, save the day, save New York. Um mm-hmm. And yeah, I've, 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 I've been enjoying it. Have you, you, you,
1: you quite liked it as well, right? Oh, I thought it was brilliant. Um, yeah. I mean, I love those old arcade Turtles games. Mm. Um, and I have fond memories of playing four-player with mates um, yeah. at service stations. Uh, During stops on the way to like school trip things. Yeah, of course. Um, I'm pretty sure we weren't allowed to do that, but I think we just said sod it and did it anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. 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 So, yeah, this is great. But six player co op, oh man. Um, I don't know if you know, but the enemy numbers scale based on the number of players. So you get six players in. Yeah. yeah. It's chaos, but it's brilliant chaos. Mm. mm. Um, Yeah. yeah, It's a cracking game. I can't recommend it enough.
0: It does sort of. You, you've got. You, you can kind of like. You can build up to, and unleash like super attacks. And yeah. what's what's quite, kind of interesting about it, I guess, as well. Something that you, I guess, you may not expect, or one might not expect it of a game like this, like in this genre. Um, it has leveling, just kind of interesting.
1: Um, yeah, again, that's the story mode thing. So arcade mode is you pure just A to B. Yeah, you know. No, yeah. like lives and continues, whatever. and it's also
0: quite a lot harder arcade mode. Like yeah, I, I feel like harder. story mode is sort of what everyone sort of will and yeah. probably should play first. It's kind of the Definitely. main mode. I'd say arcade mode's more like a. Uh, it's there once you've done story and you want to sort of test yeah. yourself a bit, you know.
1: It's um, but you it's can kind play of a, cool a level right? at a time as well, and you know, save and yeah, yeah. You know, it's much much more palatable playing story uh-huh. mode.
0: Yes, yeah, and and it's yeah. it's got an overworld map. It's Kind of uh-huh. like Super Mario World, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, you can sort of go to your different levels. You can go back to the Turtle Dojo to their lair, you know that sort of yep. stuff. But yeah, it has it has levelling. Like certain characters, mm-hmm. um, just learn new things and get stronger. And you sort of do, you know learn new skills as you go, which I thought was quite yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's a certain element I think <clears throat> where it's quite. Um, the test of a game like this I think is whether or not you have much of a connection to the source material because if you've if you've got if you you know love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or you do you did love it uh, you know when you were growing up and and it's it's hard to it's hard to avoid actually because even if you are not old enough you know for the original 1987 series you've still got i remember when i was a kid in i think it was like 2004 they did the uh, tmnt which was like a sort yeah. of like new millennium update on it and there's I, totals I,
1: for every generation really. Exa- exactly exactly yeah. yeah. there's,
0: there's enough out there there's spin off. there's a load of other series and stuff but yeah if you don't and i and i liked it when i was a kid i, I didn't really sort of kept you know Get, get into sort of turtle mania when it was really at the height of its,
1: of its, of its sort of powers. Um, but Did you read my review? <clears throat> uh, I haven't Did. read it through yet, no. Well, the open paragraph is a, an anecdote about how I begged my mum in the supermarket to buy Turtles-branded bread, <laughs> which just goes to show you how mad <laughs> Turtles Mania was when I was a kid. <laughs> everything yeah. was merchandised, like everything. Yeah. Bread turtle it's, spread it's like
0: pogs it's like it's like that classic era of just crazy fat yeah. like just crazes that catch on mm-hmm. you know um yeah. but if you don't have that i do still think it's a, it's a it's a sort of a, a good genre example it's sort of this sort of like it kind of reminds me of like uh you know the scott pilgrim game that was quite beloved by yeah the, you know by a lot of people and yeah
1: but um Whereas I well, think, I think diff- some of the people who worked on that worked on this as well, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so.
0: Oh, that's lovely. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you, you can sort of see the pedigree sort of shine through. Yeah. Um, I do. I would say that I think the, the difference between this, which I think is a, a bright, fun, uh, and, and sort of solid scrolling beat-em-up, and something that I would say is sort of like a, a masterwork. I mean, I thought Streets of Rage 4 was terrific. Um, yeah. Because you could have no connection Streets of Rage and I have a, I have a connection to Streets of Rage I'm not an absolute you know Streets of Rage lover mm. I, I like Streets of Rage 2 I really like Streets of Rage 3 but you know I, I'm not I, I suppose it's a, it's a it's about it's an age thing and it's where you were and it's what you were doing at the time but you know in a similar well less of a, a global uh way than the Ninja Turtles but Streets of Rage had its own craze you know and mm. I remember playing Streets of Rage 4 and thinking well I'm not like a mad Streets of Rage person but this is just just exquisite in its sort of technicality and its construction uh, so yeah, I, see
1: it, I sort of put them on a par in a way
0: Oh right, okay,
1: yeah, yeah, just I, I think because they do exactly what they set out to do and they do it brilliantly, and mm. I can't really fault either of those games mm. Um, mm. in achieving what they set out to do and it's like so much of it is attached to nostalgia, but then that's not enough on its own well no so that's beyond sort of, that y-
0: yeah absolutely and that that's yeah. kind of my point because because i'm not really attached to either mm-hmm. uh, i sort of looked at streets of rage 4 and just uh, just as its merits as a scrolling beat-em-up yeah. i thought well this is the sort of the more complex um slightly more rewarding brawler um mm-hmm. but but that's i uh, you know that's that's only that's only sort of one kind of aspect of it you then do have um you know the graphics and the music is sort of sort of terrific. And as mm. I say, I'm not no, nothing against the turtles. I'm I'm sort of like, but I'm for them. You know, I'm. I'm
2: <laughs>
0: See, I thought I, I like. I thought them. <laughs> um,
1: I thought the turtles' games, um, Shredder's Revenge's story mode is better than Streets of Ages. Oh really? Yeah, I, think, I just thought it had a little more, bit more to it, a little bit more replay value. Although, having said that, I've played Streets of Rage four story through. I, I don't know how many times. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah
0: Yeah. (laughs) said the guy who's played that I really don't know but it it must be almost double
1: digits yeah it's it's loads um but but yeah, no. It, yeah. The turtles one has little collectibles and things. Those little um, request yeah. things. Yeah, It's got you can go
0: back, you can replay other levels, get your collectibles. They give you points. I, uh, yeah. I have to profess, I'm, I'm not really tempted to go back, to be honest. But it's oh, funny. I've, I've already like, been back
1: several times. I've, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's uh,
0: it's the play that would get me coming back more than anything else, and I think that's why. Yeah. Something like actually, it's weird. I haven't gone back to Streets.
1: I think I finished Streets of Age four like twice. Um, oh mate, but the thought of I've unlocked of it, everything. You got to unlock everything, mate. You got all the old sprites, all the bonus characters. Yeah, it's you see, I done. do
0: feel tempted to go back to that more than I do Turtles. I have to say, there's something. But it's yeah, it's about that. It's about that toughness. I think it's it's also a more difficult game than Turtles, which I find appealing. In some sense, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, something that'll yeah. keep. It's just a, it's a, yeah, it's a personal thing. Also, I am a sucker for. I thought that the um, the artwork in Streets of Age four was gorgeous. That oh, was yeah, really, stunningly. I mean, th- this is just a, cr- a different creative decision. They've gone for the sort of classic pixel, mm. you know, uh, w- w- which is beautiful in its own in its own way. Yeah, definitely. But I am a, I am a sucker for that Lizard Cube yeah. sort of hand drawn. Oh, anyway, it's
1: a real shame that in the same week I reviewed Final Fendetta because I got Final Vendetta, which is also a scrolling beat-em-up, mm. um, but it's an original creation, but it sort of apes those old arcade yeah. scrolling beat-em-ups. I played it before I played Turtles, I was like, this is quite solid. Then I played Turtles before I reviewed it, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> mm. <Here's how laughs> it's it not better. even close. Yeah. yeah, that. so Final Vendetta is way too hard for starters. Mm. Um sort of quite hard to recommend off the back of Turtles now.
0: <laughs> if you're up for a scrolling beat-em-up right now, yeah. uh, well, Get Street of Rage 4 if you haven't, but also, uh, you know, if you're a Turtles fan, t- yeah. t- Shredders Revenge Revenge, top stuff. It's on
1: Game Pass. It's on Game Pass as well. I mean, there's no excuse.
0: No excuse if you've got Game Pass mm. and an Xbox yes. or a PC or your phone okay. or whatever uh, you want maybe, to play it Maybe on.
1: that's an excuse if you've got <laughs> one <of> those things. <laughs>
0: that's a pretty good excuse. Yeah, Although yeah, I, yeah. I think I'll accept I, that. <clears throat> I got mine. It was only like... Uh, I didn't actually realise it was on 25 quid no no it was like 17 quid if you got PlayStation Plus it was like yeah it was like 16 I was like Christ I'll buy that straight away God yeah definitely Um, but yeah good stuff good stuff Uh, it's Mm -hmm. about time uh, to get newsified because there's some intriguing pieces this week there was a horse magazine and the song was I love horses best of all the animals I love horses does everyone else remember that? I love horses, for the animals. I love forces.
1: They're my friends. What does that mean? News.
0: Uh, some interesting stuff yeah, this week. Final Fantasy stuff, actually. It's probably, maybe the most interesting. Um, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth has been announced uh, as the, well, it's sort of a, bit of a double whammy announcement actually. Mm, mm-hmm. The first thing is that the remake of Final Fantasy Seven is going to be a trilogy. So I guess that's the yes. first that's the first bit of the news. Which
1: I find <coughs> deeply intriguing because Yeah. Given how little they sort of squeezed into remake um of the original story, uh I I wonder what they're gonna do. I I the only way I can think that they will manage to squeeze it in is if they completely do away with the overworld they'll have to scrap it entirely
0: yes yeah I mean it was it just have it to be like a linear thing it wasn't exactly a third of the original Final Fantasy was it I, remember no, I, I god played, no um, I played the original Final Fantasy after playing the remake and the bit yeah. where they're in Midgar is only a few hours really four Um, four
1: hours I did it in
0: I think I might have taken a bit longer but yeah sort of five six hours and it's really I mean credit credit to the remake because it really expands on so much it's not like you're getting fobbed off I mean you might worry about these uh, these two games that are coming up that that are going to handle the rest of the story you might sort of think oh well I hope they don't you know cut content and things but on the plus side it did make me realise just how much Final Fantasy 7 remake kind of Expanded on the stuff yep. from the original, you got so much more of the city and its different areas and things like that, didn't you?
1: Yeah, you did, yeah, massively, massively, and you know, so many more kind of encounters and mm. story beats and things that just weren't in the original. Yeah, um, yeah, so yeah, I'm interested to see where it goes. Um, but two games, yeah, they're gonna have to really go some,
0: and I think you're probably right, like, they're probably gonna have to do away with hit the, the hit the key I guess. Just to, yeah and
1: hit the key kind of areas yeah you know your golden saucer your you know Genova facility thing yeah yeah loads of yeah I, I can see how they do it but it's going yeah. to
0: be a, it's going to be an interesting thing to see unless they just go yeah this game's 100 hours long even if you stick to the critical path <laughs> they just try <laughs> and get it all Yeah, I mean, yeah maybe. <laughs> anyway, yeah. it's called Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, which is uh, kind of a funky name, I guess. I mean, they're all yeah. that it's like Final Fantasy 7 remake, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth. I mean, you could uh, for me it's like we'll just call it like part 2 or something, but whatever. Yeah. Um yeah. Anyway, yes, uh, there was a 25th anniversary celebration uh, for Final Fantasy 7. And uh, as part of the broadcast, Tetsuya Nomura revealed uh, a, a few different Final Fantasy VII projects, actually. Um, Square Enix has decided that the remake will be the first chapter in a planned trilogy, uh, and Rebirth the second. Uh, he wants the new game uh, to be enjoyable, even if you don't know anything about the original. Um, he said, quote, in fact, new players might even enjoy starting their Final Fantasy VII journey with Rebirth. What? Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. just silly. I don't really... Yeah. No. Uh, Cloud and his friends embark on a new journey in this game, and I believe that the scenes that they witness after leaving Midgar will give players a fresh, new experience. Oh, so he's sort of saying, I, I guess, like, you, you could Stans not on even own. play the first part if it's just going to be them in the... Yeah. I mean, mm. still probably play the remake, though. Um, the yeah. really intriguing one, for me anyway, personally, is Crisis Core. The yeah, I never that, played
1: it. I never played it. So <coughs> um, I played it. I'm uh, not
0: it was one of the only Final Fantasy games that I'd played in my life because I'm not really a big fan of the series. Or Well, I, mm. well I'm, I'm more of a fan now, but I, I wasn't really um, before. But I was, you know, obsessed with my PSP. I love my PSP. And Crisis Core was a Final Fantasy VII prequel. Kind of mad, actually, that they made this and locked it to the PSP. Um, mm. mm-hmm. Where you played as Zach Fair uh, before the events of Final Fantasy VII. He was a member of Soldier... Um, and he's yep. on, on a missing, on a mission to find the missing soldier Genesis Rhapsodos. I don't know what that is. Along the way, he crosses paths <laughs> with familiar faces, including Cloud, Aerith, Tifa, and Sephiroth. Um, so th- the thing is, they're doing an HD remaster of Crisis Core, which makes sense mm. because it is bonkers that Crisis yeah. Core has just been locked uh, to the to the PSP. And, and also, not just that. <clears throat> but not available digitally. Like, you have to have a UMD and a PSP that takes the UMD. You can't get it on your Vita, well, unless you pirate that, it. That's
1: even madder, yeah.
0: It's really mad. Like, it's properly locked mm. to UMD. So, <laughs> I don't know how much they'll set you back if you wanted to buy them online, but it wouldn't surprise me if they cost a little bit too much money, but there you go.
1: Shall I do some research? Do some research. Shall I like, like reveal, <clears throat> reveal the cost?
0: Yeah, see, see, see if you can wow us. It might not actually be that bonkers, to be honest, but I'm just, I'm just saying. Given that it's the uh, only way you can get it, maybe some people will try I, and flee. I suspect
1: you. you're, you're probably right. Mm. It's going to be nutty. You reckon? Uh, yeah. God, this oh is... no. Yeah. That's fairly reasonable.
0: Huh? Yeah. Fifteen well, well, quid. Oh, that's
1: not too bad. Yeah, that's all right.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, fair enough. Then mm. there you go. Anyway. <clears throat> It's an HD remaster, which is, which makes a lot of sense. But I tell you what, one thing that's a little bit weird is it's yeah. not clear uh how the story will be affected because the HD remaster of Crisis Core is coming out on all the consoles, even Switch. Mm-hmm. So it really is just I don't I don't I mean if you think it's coming out on, on Switch, it's like Okay, so it's really not going to be like a re. They're not going to change what the game was. They're just remastering yeah. it,
1: right? But well, I've seen some side by side shots, though, and it looks like they've really gone to town. I've seen, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, like, it, it, right. I'm
0: sure it'll be a stunning remaster. But like, mm-hmm. what I'm getting at is like, uh, it won't be canon with remake because there are story cha- because there are story changes. Mm -hmm. that would change without going too much into it that would change some of the stuff from Crisis Core so it's like they're remastering a game whose events don't 100% 100% tie into the events as they have been reimagined in Remake. Sorry, that was a very convoluted yeah. way of saying that. But <laughs> yeah, uh, it's kind of a, a, a weird... But look, it wouldn't be Final Fantasy without some convoluted mad stuff, right? So, of course, you know. of course. And I'm looking forward to playing it because, yeah, one of the funny things was because I'm not really into Final Fantasy and, and at the time of playing Remake hadn't played the original, lots of mm. stuff kept happening that I kept getting the feeling was supposed to be really important and dramatic. So when Zack yeah. Fair turns up, up, um t- toward the end it's supposed to be like some big thing and i just went oh well that's just a brand new character who looks a bit like cloud i don't know what's going on um mm. so you know it'd be nice to get some uh, nice to get some context on that because i don't yeah i think i played it for like 10 minutes in like 2007 so you know i don't i don't didn't, didn't, wasn't really into it then
1: yeah yeah mm, fair enough
0: but we'll see we'll see yeah
1: uh How do you
0: feel about Dragon's Dogma 2 officially in development and using the RE engine?
1: Well, what I played of Dragon's Dogma when it originally came out was very, very good. And I can't remember why I never went back to it, because I I liked it a lot. Um, But I just um, this week bought uh, Dragon's Dogma Dark um, Dark Arisen, because it was £2.99 on Xbox.
0: Yeah, I bought it a couple of months ago. I was uh, doing something, diddling about in the day. Mm. I uh, p- possibly listening to some sort of podcast, and I thought th- they were talking about um, Dragon's Dog man. It's like a real cult thing. I've n- I've not spoken to yeah. someone who's played yeah. it and not like really <clears throat> loved it. Um, mm. <clears throat> and I think I bought it for like it was like four pounds. It was it was in some bonkers sale. Yeah. Um, and it was like three ninety nine for Dark Arisen. So I was like, oh well, t- yeah, fine, I'll do that. Even though it's mm-hmm. not again. It's goblins and that so it's, it's not the sort of stuff i gravitate towards but i'm to understand that it's like you know really really special and now thing this is,
1: goblins in that i mean you've got to include elden ring in that category <clears throat> and you like that elden ring has actual goblins yeah so exactly it,
0: it, i mean that's and they really, and they really are goblins that must um, be a
1: complicated thing to um you know Oh it, it, yeah, 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 yeah. Goblins, and, you know, and, but in a game that you love.
0: In a game that I love, and actually, not just that, but they're goblins that I could, I quite liked as well. Like <laughs> it wasn't God. wasn't just that the game was good, but the goblins, unfortunately, were in it. The goblins oh, were mate, actually quite well, compelling. But it's like I always say to people: "Look
1: silly now." <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, because you know I've always said it. Goblins can win me over. Okay. It's just that I'm never. There will always be a wall of prejudice there.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I'll, like I will never go. Oh well, I did like Elden Ring, so actually now I'm 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 welcoming the genre with open arms. It's like no 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 no. I'll still still write it off outright, and they'll have to work really hard to win me round. That, that, that's my <laughs> that's my that's my take on it. Anyway. When Lord of the
1: Rings <laughs> came out, and everyone's going, "Oh, Gollum's really funny. Here, we're <laughs> doing impressions of him <laughs> and stuff." Yeah, yeah. Every,
0: everyone did like. Uh, but I was sort of too young. I don't think. I don't think I was anti-goblin back then. No. Oh, no. Right. I mean, I. Th- I remember seeing Lord of the Rings when I was like t- seven or eight, and I was like, "Oh yeah. God, how old um,
1: were you in 2001?
0: I was, I think, uh, like eight or nine, oh, depending mate. on the get, yeah. get out.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> but I remember being really scared by uh,
1: Gollum. Uh, well, no, actually, scared?
0: not with Fellowship. Um, right. There was oh, he it when he
1: starts talking to himself in Two Towers.
0: No, no, it's the bit where he. It's the actually, it's not even Gollum, is it? It's like it's like um, Bilbo when he like goes all rah and like jumps oh, yeah. up. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: ju- that's. <laughs> yeah.
0: I tell you what, that scared that's a good the jump scare. shit out of me when I. Mm. Now that's a good jump scare. Yeah, that that mm. really is, and actually I find it quite disturbing to this day. It's a really well yeah. done uh, sort of bit of special effects. That anyway, anyway, uh, <laughs> dragons, dragons, Dogma Two. Um
1: I love our tangents. Hid-
0: <laughs> Hideaki Iksuno uh <laughs> Devil May Cry um uh sort of fella
1: uh, fella. Um he spoke to me about that when I interviewed him. Um Devil May Cry. Yeah, five, me too. Yeah. Oh, he wanted to make Dragon's Dogma too. He
0: wanted to make it, but then they ended up making Devil May Cry mm. five was one of the one of the things that he said. Um which, you know, I'm not upset about that. I mean it's a really good no. game. So Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but a couple of members of the sequel's development team, which include Daigo Ikeno and Kenichi Suzuki, uh, both of them worked on the original Dragon's Dogma, so hopefully they'll be able to guide the project with their uh, with their veteran knowledge.
1: So that's yeah, good, yeah, Yeah, no, it's promising.
0: I haven't played it. I will play it before this new one happens. Yeah, um, I'm sure yeah. it'll be good. Although what I will say is one of the reasons that Dragon's Dogma apparently deserves our praise, uh, from what I've heard, is this is this pawn system, uh, p a yes. p a w n for any filth <laughs> merchants out there. Yeah, get your um, mind out the gutter. Get your mind out your gutter, you filthy people. Um, <laughs> it, but so basically, you can sort of create these NPCs. And then they
1: well, you yeah, can, they, yeah. They, sorry, yeah, yeah, You recruit other players. Uh, yeah, or you can right? you can
0: create your own, and then your one mm. will show up in other people's games, and then their ones will show up in your game. What I, I, See, I'm hearing <laughs> that, and I'm going, well, it's the social strand.
1: Yeah. Well, here's the thing to do, Josh. Is what you do is you find someone who's got a ridiculous pawn that's leveled up to the max, mm. and just have him do all the fighting for you. you <laughs> just sit back and watch. It's brilliant. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's what I did in the f- when I
1: first played it. I was like, "This is great! That I just found mad. someone who's got an incredible point. I'll hire him <laughs> and just uh, yeah, reap the benefits."
0: Ludicrous! You little cheater! Yeah, Cheaters never stuff. prosper. Uh, yes. It's
1: in the game. It's a in mechanics, not cheating.
0: Yeah, it's still cheating. Uh, no, no, lollipop chainsaws back.
1: Yeah, see this. I loved lollipop chainsaw, mm. and I hope it's a sequel or a remake or whatever. I'll take anything. Mm. But I have a horrible, creeping feeling that it's going to be some sort of disappointing mobile game or something. I don't know why. Oh, you
0: reckon? Yeah, like some... I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, okay, so... And are they going to get James Gunn back? I shouldn't have thought so. Yoshimi Yasuda, previously the CEO of Kadokawa Games, which was the the, the outfit that published the uh, Lollipop Chainsaw when it first came out, Uh, has established a new publisher called Dragami Games, and Yasuda tweeted, uh, quote, Lollipop Chainsaw is back by Dragami Games. Please look forward to it. Um... It, they didn't actually it's not say to what go it on, is, is it? so it's, it's not, not much to go, to go on. I don't know. They're <laughs> saying it's back. It could be a remaster, I suppose. Like you say, like it could be, mm. um, or, you know, a, a remake. If it is a new thing, that'd be, I haven't played the original uh, Lollipop Chainsaw. It's fun. It sort of passed me by a little bit, but I'd like mm. to catch up with it.
1: That's good stuff.
0: I like a bit of, um, uh, Suda. So, you know, I'm... I'm, I'm Well,
1: presumably you like a bit of Michael Rooker. He's in there. I do. I do.
0: Yeah, I do. Um, So, yeah, we'll wait to see exactly how it's back. I hope that your thing's not true. And actually, it's just a a mobile, free-to-play trading card game based on... No, uh, I I hope it's not that. (laughs) I hope
1: it's something proper, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Bit beefy, something a bit beefy. Mm.
1: No offence to you know, mobile game. No, people. or
0: indeed trading card games, but just stopping crouching on established genres that should be yeah. other sorts of game, please.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Um, Starfield. This is about what's expected, to be honest. The main story of Starfield is going to be about thirty to forty hours long, says Todd Howard. Um, yeah, that, which is you know sounds about right, doesn't it? I guess. Yeah, That's what they yeah, usually they are. entirely is um, yeah, yeah. in an interview with IGN and he spoke about the quests in Starfield and he said it's about uh, he said it's going to be longer than Skyrim and Fallout 4 uh, he said quote this one's ending up a little longer than our previous games and we may tune some of that still but it's got more quests uh, by about 20% so it's about a fifth longer supposedly than Skyrim mm, and, and, okay. and Fallout 4 and um, uh, of course, they they broached the subject of the one thousand planets, which had a lot of people raising their eyebrows during the reveal. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, me, me included.
0: Yeah. yeah, well, and me. Yeah, I think I think sort of mm. everyone just went straight to kind of flashbacks of No Man's Sky, going, "Oh no!" Mm. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the quote, "We're also careful to let you know uh, that pre- to, that what's procedural content and what's not." So. He said, if you look at space, you, you know there are a lot of ice balls in space. Um, mm-hmm. Todd Howe's been looking at space.
1: Sure, <laughs> um, yeah.
0: So that was one of our big considerations. So we've got
1: 999 ice balls, st- <laughs> is what we're saying.
0: And then one main planet yeah. where the main yeah. game <laughs> takes place. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's like, to be honest, it's not really a space <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, mainly unfolds on Verdis Prime. Um, yeah. So that he says that was one of our big uh, design considerations uh, on this game. <laughs> he says, "What's fun about an ice ball?" And he says, "It's okay. Sometimes ice balls aren't. You know, they're they're not fun. They are just they are what they are." He said, "If you wanna ra- call
1: a glass of whiskey, nice ice ball. Yeah, in you this. could head oh, over. That is fun.
0: <laughs> you could keep if you if, if it's too hot on your spaceship, land on an ice yeah. ball, have a lie down.
1: Exactly.
0: Um, we'd rather have the have all these planets and say." yes to the player and to be able to say hey you can land on this Um, here are the resources you can survey it and you can land and spend 10 minutes there and be like okay now I'm going to leave and go back to the other planet that has all this other content on it and I'm going to follow this quest line so that's
1: exactly what I feared that's kind of
0: what Uh, they're saying it's like yeah a lot of them are just going to be sort of resource planets really oh
1: that that yeah see that's exactly what I thought and that's exactly what I was worried about yeah that there'd just be a load of fucking disposable (laughs) shitty planets where there's a bunch of minerals I land there and they go oh what the. what, that, oh, yeah. That's exact that's con, that's confirmed what I didn't want. It it does and also that <coughs> Um
0: that some of it's procedural then, because he says we're also yeah. careful to let you know that's what that procedural content is. So uh, some of the ice balls, I guess, procedural, I suppose.
1: It's like Mass Effect <coughs> when you landed on those rubbish planets and just they were barren and you just picked <laughs> up a couple of minerals <laughs> and then sodded off. I'm just like What's the point?
0: Yeah, I hear you. But hey, maybe you won't actually need to do resource harvesting. So the best case mm. scenario is you just sort of ignore a load of them and just stick well, to the main like nine or ten planets that are actually like story relevant. Maybe, but, but
1: some of us are, are you know completists and have to go about you know getting all. Yeah, minerals. but you can't we, do it with like, a thousand. <laughs> If like if you wanna get this thing you need five hundred million tonnes of you know, uranium ore. or something. And, you yeah, exactly. Iron ore or something. And I'm gonna be like, Well I've got to visit this planet and mine it then, haven't I? It's just, <sighs> uh... Brilliant! I, oh, I love the know. image of you know.
0: going around these thousand planets, just mining yeah. them for resources.
1: I'm sorry, I'm being a bit negative, aren't I? But, no, um, I mean, I, I yeah. yeah. I,
0: I, it, look, I'm sure it's going to be a fun game. I just yeah. Uh, there's yeah, a yeah. number of things that have that have been shown and talked little, about that just seem minor to be red flags, little slight alarm bells. Yeah, but mm. there you go. Who knows? Um, oh, and also, uh, Mr. Howard said that Fallout Five. Uh, will arrive after the Elder Scrolls 6. It's a, it's a fairly broad interview. and the questions <laughs> 2030. <came up>. Yeah. <laughs> he said, yeah. They were talking about uh, upcoming projects. He said, quote, Yes, Elder Scrolls 6 is in pre-production, uh, and, you know, uh, we're going to be doing Fallout 5 after that. So our slate's pretty full going forward. So th- both mm-hmm. games still quite a way off then. Yeah. Uh, a few years. Looks yeah. that way. But uh, you know, uh, there you go. At least you know it's happening. Um, Fallout mm-hmm. Five, and well, we knew Elder Scrolls Six was happening, didn't we?
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we've seen nothing of that game yet. And yeah. when did they announce it? Uh, so Twenty eighteen, or the, something. The late,
0: so? Yeah, a long, a long while back. Yeah,
1: it um, was yeah.
0: Yes, yeah, I know, but well, we'll have to just wait. Who knows? It could be could be brilliant, could be rubbish. Who knows? Probably, probably yeah. closer to brilliant, to be honest. Um, I hope so. Yeah. Last but not least, I think this just looks really cool. Um, I'm mm-hmm. super up for it. Uh, Wolong Long Fallen Dynasty is a team ninja martial arts fantasy set in a kind of version of historical China, um, mm. but with all, you know sort of demons and, and dragon fellas uh, knocking about. Yeah. Um, Looks like
1: sort of a cross between, I don't know, Neo and Ninja Gaiden, maybe. Yeah,
0: I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like the combat. Maybe I'm just
1: saying that because they're just both Team Ninja games.
0: They are Team Ninja games, but also <laughs> mm-hmm. I think there is that combination of like the way that Neo fuses the sort of the history and the fantasy, and kind of Sekiro did that as well. But you know,
1: yeah, uh, yeah.
0: But then also, yeah, you've you've got that sort of fast, choppy uh, blade. Centered mm. combat that looks kind of cool, but yeah, the uh, the blurb says, uh, "Wolong Fallen Dynasty" follows the dramatic, action-packed story of a nameless militia soldier fighting for survival in a dark fantasy version of the later Han Dynasty, where demons plague the Three Kingdoms. Fight off deadly creatures and enemy soldiers using sword play based on the Chinese martial arts, attempting to I overcome. Love how, um- by awakening the true power from within. It was cool. A bit like chaotic yeah. and mad, but like in a cool in a good way,
1: you know? That that press release makes it sound like demons roaming the land is a factual historical thing <laughs> yeah. that happened. As they were known to do,
0: yeah, yeah. as noted by <laughs> by several yeah. prominent scholars. Yeah. And they were taken yeah. down by nameless militiamen.
1: Mm. Yeah. I uh, remember that. And we yeah. can
0: all look forward to that. Anyway, uh that'll just about do us. Uh it's time to uh, to get quizzical so mm, you strap yourself mm-hmm. in get yourself ready hone
1: your yeah. mind I'm uh, always ready and have but then I out. find that I, I'm not actually ready when I start <laughs> hearing the clues <laughs> yeah. Yeah. excellent
0: right it's jingle time oh oh oh
2: oh, oh dog
1: dog oh man, dog, dog 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 dog
0: Yes, that time of the week, that time of the pod, it's quiz time or boss fight time. <coughs> mm-hmm. Everyone's excited, although, of course, we're <laughs> yeah, you're you're excited most of all.
1: <laughs> yeah, Can you um, hear it in my voice.
0: Yeah, you're winning anyway, so you should calm down. Yeah, uh, Hold we're on, not, not, am I? I thought it was a draw. No, you won last week, and now it's 9 8. Oh, brilliant! Then, yeah, I'm excited. Unbelievable! You're not even keeping track. <laughs> well, don't worry about that because we're not joined by Matt from upstairs this week Aww. due to uh, heretofore unforeseen circumstances. So, bloody Matt! Welcome back, third boss fight time to producer mm. Dan. Hello,
1: how are you doing? Wonderful. How are you guys?
0: Not too bad. I'm eager Listen to, to beat. That is,
1: huh? That's so upbeat. That's sort of worryingly upbeat. Yeah, are you alright, Dan.
3: Well, it's because I'm off for the rest of the week, isn't it? <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah,
0: he's off to Glastonbury, and, <gasps> uh, and, he, and, he, and he fancies his chances on the quiz. Now, Dan's come in I twice. Don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've got a feeling this week. I've got, I've got a feeling that, that Dan might get this one. Cause, oh, and God. I had a feeling before. Uh, what was that one before where I sort of had a... Apescape. A, no, no, no. It was one where you won. I don't mention it. It was that. before Boss Fight, actually. It was on the Where Am I. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I've got a feeling, but who knows? Rich yeah. might pip this one. So Bleh. I
3: Rich, give Imagine doing this, like beating me on the day before my birthday. <laughs> oh, savage. Um, no pressure. I'm all right with that. No wow. Well, right it's gone back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Right. You have to guess the business, the organization, the setup, the structure. The I haven't got the notes in front of me, so I'm gonna do the Foundation. The foundation, the institution, the group, the hierarchy, or the team uh, from I the game of my choosing. Okay. I you did. It was invaluable yeah. that. Um <laughs> I'll text you to the answer. And uh,
2: uh <laughs> I'll oh, nice I'll
0: give you the clues. You say stop, I say your name, and then uh you have to guess. So, everything to play for. Clue number one. Cool. My first appearance in a video game was in 2006, and I would say it's an oft-forgotten Xbox 360 exclusive. Oh,
1: see, if we said oft-forgotten, I thought I had it. Uh, Dan
3: Webb. Is it the Cogs from Gears of War? incorrect but that's exactly what I thought in the beginning
1: but then he said "off forgotten I thought it can't be Gears of War no everyone
0: forgot Gears of War yeah
3: but yeah right clue number two I don't know I reckon oh shit go on My, on. (laughs) my members
0: have a loose dress code which resembles the dress code of another similar outfit from another more popular game
1: oh what Oh man! See, my mind is going through like all those two thousand six games, and nothing's coming up.
3: (laughs) So that wouldn't be a launch title, would it? Because that was two thousand five, right? Clue number three:
0: I have an official insignia, but it's not really as threatening as you might think, given my nature.
1: So it's like Cobra or something, but it's like a little cuddly Cobra.
0: (laughs) 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 Clue number four. (laughs) I was originally established as quite a humble, grounded enterprise before my antics got well out of hand.
1: Antics. Hmm... Dan, why don't we know this?
3: I don't know. I guess like, I, at the moment I'm just racking my brain with all the exclusives, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, an oft-forgotten one as well. Yeah. Clue number five. Uh, but this is it. I like even if I, I wouldn't know the organisation names of most of the the already. 2006 exclusives.
0: My series mm. has changed dramatically as time has gone by, getting away from its grounded origins, and soon. It will start again.
3: Oh. Oh. Ah. Uh, so, so
1: yeah, I know the game. I feel like I know it. Well, it's something that's getting rebooted then? So
3: yeah, I've So I'm, I'm going to give it you. I'm going to give you the clues. Not, right. Would it be Perfect Dark?
1: That's what. Well, that's exactly what I thought. But wasn't Perfect Dark Zero a launch title?
3: Yeah, but. Oh, yeah, but also, yeah, Perfect Dark actually started earlier, didn't it? So it can't be Perfect Dark.
1: I don't know what the organisation's called either. No, but he though. said I the I've first forgotten. game was
3: 2006, so that means it can't be Perfect Dark. Oh, right, yeah. But oh, I'll really give you the I'll give
0: you the clues again, and then i got one more bonus clue as well, so okay, will see how do Here we go, here we go. go on. And plus, I'll work in a little spice, if there's some spice to be had. Please do.
1: Clue number one. We need it.
0: First appearance in a video game was in 2006. And it was an oft-forgotten Xbox 360 exclusive. Clue number two. I was originally established as a more humble, criminal enterprise before my antics got well out of hand. Hmm. Clue number three. I have an official insignia, which is a little bit more flowery and non-threatening when you consider what I am.
1: Oh, jeez. Clue number
0: four. My members have a loose dress code. Mainly it's about the colour. And it resembles the dress code, or the colour, of another similar outfit from another but much more popular game. Clue number five. Oh, God. My series has changed dramatically as time has gone on, getting away from its more grounded origins. And soon it will begin again. And clue number six, my members have been voiced by a number of celebrities, including Michael Rappaport, Daniel Day Kim, and Keith David. Oh, oh. God.
3: Uh, stop. Dan yeah. Webb. It's um the Saints I from Saints it. Row. Yeah. And yeah,
0: this week's is.
3: winner. I Fuck. told you. Didn't I tell you? Yeah. It's producer Dan.
0: I had a feeling he'd do i, I tell you it. What,
1: though. I was about to say stop as well, and I would. I knew I it. it was like th- there's a second in it. I honest, think that yeah, you were right on
3: said, it. As soon as he said Keith David, I was like, "Well, obviously yeah. it's either Mass Effect uh, or um, Saints Row." But, That's why uh, I had
0: that as the bonus one as well because I knew that would blow it open. Um, yes. I knew it,
3: and the
1: the little switch in my brain didn't engage me <laughs> to say
0: stop. <laughs> Uh, clean Terrible. number one, first appearance in the video game 2006, uh, an oft-forgotten 360
1: exclusive. And I mean, it's brought... forgotten that it's a 360 exclusive. Yeah, I mean. never didn't brought to another yeah.
0: platform. Uh, it's a really, really cool one. I love games like that. We, you don't really think about the fact that it isn't. It? Like mm. Alan Wake. It's like, that was an exclusive for just years, and I never really... Yeah. Never oh, really yeah, I knew them. that but since Um, I didn't clue number two I was originally established Mm. as a more humble criminal enterprise before my antics got well out of hand of course originally it was a San Andreas clone I guess and it was just sort of street crime but then before you know it jumping out of planes with (laughs) Pat Benatar on the soundtrack. It's all going nutty. Mm -hmm. Uh, Members have a loose dress code, which resembles the dress code of another similar outfit from another more popular game. The dress code of the Saints uh, was purple, which is the same colour that the ballers wear in San Andreas, uh, which is a Uh, much more popular game. I guess it's a clone. It's a GTA clone. I have an official insignia, which is a little more flowery and non-threatening than you might think. The Saints use the fleur-de-lis. For their logo, yeah, um, yeah. and yeah, soon it will be completely rebooted. And of course, it's always been a mad celebrity cast. But yeah, well done to uh, producer Dan. That's that's sort of one nil on the on the set. Yeah, one Dan, Dan one-nil. versus yeah. Dan versus. There you go. Rich Happy Tally.
1: birthday, mate. There's your press. <laughs> cheers, mate. <laughs> cheers, mate. It's all right. Thank you. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: brilliant. Right, uh, that'll just about do us for uh, for boss fight. But it's about that time that we hear from the listeners.
1: And I once had an encounter with Just Stone in a hotel in London. It was around the launch of the Ghostbusters video game Do you remember that. Okay. There was an event in this hotel, and she was being shown around the hotel reception for some reason by a member of the hotel staff, and she was carrying her little dog. Just Stone! And um, the hotel staff member who was shown around uh, sort of. Gestured towards us, it was like me and some other journalists. Went, Are these people with you to just Stone? Are these people with you to just Stone? And she gave the most like unbelievable look of disgust at the very notion. She was like, No. And we were all just like, Charming. Just I think it's fair to say that I'm a very emotional human being.
0: Charming. Questions, theories, comments and queries. You send them in. We'll talk about them if they're any good. Uh, this one <laughs> from James Power. What games would you like mm. to see turned into a movie stroke TV show? Also, who would star in them and who would be the director? As not many directors have been able to make a video game movie, without it being laughably bad, he said. I would yeah. rec- recommend the Uncharted movie though, as Tom Holland does a pretty good job as Nathan Drake, and the storyline is decent
1: yeah. too. Uh, I up- wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it a couple of weeks ago, but I no, really yeah. was it was it not good. It was, <sighs> eh. Right,
0: It says, yeah. Ke- keep up the amazing work. Uh, Wednesday evening, stroke, Thursday morning, spent walking in the woods listening to your podcast is a highlight of my week. All the best, James Power. Well,
1: thank you very Cheers. Much. Thank you nice very little,
0: much. Nice little woodland walk. I like that. Mm, We've got woodland yeah. walkers and truckers coming in. Mm, uh, oh, mm. and uh, it, it, uh, James, James uh, Power also says <clears throat> P.S all colons should be removed from video game titles no messing about short snappy titles just work so much better than things like vampire the masquerade swan song
1: i, I agree yeah. with that 100 percent. well i've noticed that there are fewer colons these days really they yeah they do well they either go all in ridiculous <laughs> colon dash
0: it's the colon or, and the dash. I find truly insane. Yeah, I mean
1: it's ridiculous. But um, no, I found that where you think there might be a colon, sometimes there isn't. So, that's true. Some type like
0: Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's like or well, it, dying
1: Light like, to stay human. Well,
0: that one was really bonkers. I think I to the point where I actually think that one was possibly an oversight.
1: Yeah, but, but yeah, no, no colon. You're,
0: you're right. It is. It is weird. But yeah, I, I mean, have, to have
1: battles with our mods over that because. They kept adding a colon and had to keep removing it.
0: Huh. And so. hey, uh, Halo Infinite as well. As well. Yeah, that, that's that another was, one. That yeah.
1: you'd nice expect one. that to have a colon.
0: But they're still they're still rife. I mean, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You still get but, them, but but no, I agree. Yeah, short, snappy titles, brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what have you got? Any games that you want to see turned into a movie or TV uh, show?
1: Well, this is it. I mean, the problem has been highlighted that the majority of video game films are awful. So would I want to put one of my favourite <laughs> games through that? Like I'd have said, like Resident Evil, but they've made such a mess. Oh, yeah, it. yeah. On yeah, so yeah. many occasions now. Yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> yeah. unless I think what? about Silent Hill as well. No. Just stop. What,
0: what if you could choose the star and the director, like uh, like James is sort of laying out
1: here? I don't um, think that matters. Like, you, like look at the pedigree that they put into Assassin's Creed. That director had done that... Um. Oh yeah, Justin Kurzel did, but yeah, 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 and that was good. And then, you, so you think, oh, Assassin's Creed, same talent, same everything. Yeah, disaster.
0: yeah. It was, it was. Well, th- yeah, that film actually, weirdly, it, it made it's kind of even worse than it did because it wasn't did, a I disaster. I not watch
1: it all the way through. I started watching it. I was just of like, bored.
0: Yeah, oh, that's the thing. It, it was a yeah. perfectly fine if just quite a bit boring yeah it was a (laughs) crumbling film (laughs) it just yeah yeah, it wasn't like a disaster but that in a way that's almost worse when they're sort of competent Mm -hmm. but just quite a bit boring yeah Yeah. uh, if you'd have to have some good subject matter because I think at heart Assassin's Creed just isn't particularly great subject matter for a movie I think it's a bit yeah uh, um, well uh, what if you could do uh, a driver a driver movie um actually no it doesn't really that. make sense to 1976. do 1976 <laughs> <'Cause
2: laughs>
1: the, cuz the driver or was that well, you, 1978? You, know. You're anyway.
0: already spoilt for choice yeah cuz you cuz you've you know you yeah you can't really pick games like that cuz games mean, driver like
1: that, is based on the driver isn't it? That scene uh, in the parking garage that's from the film that's the tutorial in driver No
0: it, well y- yeah it's kind of like a it's a homage but it's not actually mm. based on the movie like it's not a licensed game well it's it's, it's, a, it's almost it, shot
1: for shot the same, mate.
0: Yeah, it's it's as I say, like it's a, it's a, an homage for those that a loving know, homage. Yeah, it's like that's what yeah. that's what we're doing. But no, it's not like a licensed game or anything. It's yeah, that, yeah. that was All but right. yeah. No, I mean, um, you can't really pick shit like that because it's like they, they already come from movies anyway, mm. games like that, like Tomb Raiders, basically Indiana
1: Jones. Oh, do you oh know I'd I- like to see names for film mm. Goldeneye, and I'd have Martin Campbell direct <laughs> it. To get,
0: get Martin Campbell to do it, yeah. <laughs> what about Streets of Rage,
1: right? They're doing that apparently.
0: Right, well, never mind that because this one's mm. directed by Chris Nolan. <laughs> Ridiculous, and it's and it stars um, Christian Bale as Axel, Brad in a blonde P- wig, Brad Pitt as
1: Axel. Yeah,
0: I can yeah. see that. Yeah, or Ryan
1: Gosling maybe, and he
0: gets the beard as well. <laughs> yeah, sure. And okay, uh, yeah. and uh, what? Uh, who could we get for maybe Charlize Theron as Blaze Fielding?
1: Hmm. Yeah. Don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's the right choice. Uh, who know would know who you I'd go I'd for? I don't. I'm not sure. Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, she'd be kind of cool. Yeah, she can, that know, sort of She she can fight.
0: Yeah. On the whole, as, though, as
1: proven in the movie, girl fight.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. On the whole, just leave it. Just 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 don't be making yeah, movies out just of. Don't bother. That's that's my ultimate answer. Um, Do you know what
1: though? I did enjoy the Sonic film. I thought that was all right.
0: Oh right, Yeah, I didn't see it, um, but it's fair enough. It's perfectly fine.
1: I'd get... Um, I'd,
0: get <laughs> I'd, I'd do Resident Evil, but Robert Eggers is directing it. And uh, <laughs> and uh See, now you're talking. And it stars, I don't know, Anya Anna Taylor-Joy as... Uh, nah, as, and
1: Robert Pattinson as... as um, Jill. Leon. And,
0: and Robert Pattinson as... Well, yeah, not Leon in the first one. Maybe Chris Redfield. Oh, but
1: he's got floppy hair.
0: Uh, Willem Dafoe could be Wesker. Easy. Oh, that would be fantastic. Easy. Oh. Easy. It's too H- easy.
1: H- who's Ralph Einstein playing, though? Innocent. Ralph Ineson Ralph Einstein! <laughs> yes. Ineson Innocent. I don't know. How you Barry, say. Barry Burton. Who's, who's he playing? Barry Burton. Barry Burton? Yeah. No, 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 no. Barry well, Burton yeah. should be played by someone like. Um, no, but think
0: about it in the original Resident Evil. Who else could Ralph Innocent play? Gleeson. <laughs> Brendan
1: Gleason. Brendan <laughs> Gleason is Barry Burton. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Barry Burton! <laughs> You're almost yeah. a jail sandwich.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, great. that would be brilliant. It would yeah.
0: be. It would be good. If that no,
1: that would be. Br- what, what Robert Eggers film is Gleason in? Then he's not. I just thought you know, get him in. Oh, uh, actually, <laughs> Russell Crowe Russell Crowe is Barry temper. Burton.
2: You just went mental. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> but Russell sort of
0: Crowe That's not as funny as Gleason though. No. Oh, okay. You've, well, you've that's top, more a serious casting choice. Do you I, think? I don't think you're going to get better than Gleason as Barry Burton. That's top Oh All right. Okay. Um, all right. All right. <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, do, you, do you want some uh, do you want some dual uh, shotbusters?
1: Not really, but go on. <laughs> you're going to have
0: them. I'm afraid. All right. All right. Uh, this one from Roy Henebury. Mm-hmm. Um. A distant disaster. Okay. At, and the and the um letters are uh, FC. Far cry. Almost or f-
1: far well it's f- distance, far far.
0: A distant disaster.
1: F- huh. What else is FC? Far Yeah, well far, there's there's, far, far. there's
0: another there's another element to it, but it's not a letter. I'll say that much.
1: Oh. So don't know what I, c- that means. I couldn't
0: put it on the initials
1: because it's like, it's not. Uh, a, uh, I don't know.
0: It's Far Cry 6 because it's Far Crisis. Like oh, Far Cry no. 6. Oh, no. A, I like that.
1: That's, I don't. Uh,
0: that's a good one. That's why it's brilliant. Well, that should be FCS. Well, no, because it's like a number. But, well, the number begins
1: with an S. No, but. It's too misleading.
0: No, no. How am I supposed to know that? If they spelt it out on the game box as S-I-X, then yeah, you'd be right. But when it's a number... Then how are you supposed to denote that there's a number there in the initials? Well, that's sort of what I said. I said there is another element, but it's not a letter. And you just went, That's
1: stupid. (laughs) Well, it it wouldn't have
0: helped you anyway. Right, next one. Second viewing of undercooked pasta town. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck?
2: <laughs> <That's mental. laughs>
1: Second viewing of Undercooked Pasta Town. <laughs> Go on.
0: The initials are R E. Re-
1: Resident Evil Two.
0: No, you've got it. Sort of got it right. It's Resident Evil. It's R E C Dente Ville. Second no. viewing of Undercooked Pasta Town.
1: See, there's a there's a line here. And like there's terrible these terrible ones. I think these are. This good. is this is this has crossed that line. I this think
0: this is no. That's. I think that's great. My really? leg. My legs. Br- my legs bruised. It's sore as well. I T T.
1: Um. My legs bruised. It's sore as well. Mm. Uh I T T. Nah, I don't know. It's, I can't even begin to it's, guess. It,
0: it takes two, it aches too. Oh no! Yeah, that one. That's, that one works more than the other ones. I thought.
1: I don't know.
0: It aches too. It takes too. That's a pilky one. That that's classic.
1: Yeah, I'm disappointed.
0: Um, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and that's sort of the point. I think. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. This. Let's do uh, what. Is, oh. Oh, very important one actually on the subject of the twirls which I alluded to earlier. Uh mm-hmm. so this one is from uh, uh Lawrence Wells and the subject yeah. line is caramel twirl con. Um
1: Oh right, I see. Yeah. This is what you're talking about, yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. He says Hi Josh and Rich. Uh although not a trucker because <clears throat> I was I was putting a call out for all the truckers, you know. Mm-hmm. Didn't I? mm-hmm. He says, although not a trucker, I do listen to you every week as I drive around for my job as a rep for a cereal company. I visit oh, yeah. I visit many supermarkets, so always enjoy snack watch so I can look out for the next big thing to sample. Mm. And then he says uh, Twix tops and McVitie's blissfuls are my latest vices, uh, thanks yeah. to your recommendations. Well, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> he said when I heard mention of a caramel twirl, I was straight on it. Uh, found them in my next store and then it says in brackets a co-op if you have trouble finding them in tesco or your amazing off license of goodness it's true i have i have i need to check the i looked last week in the off license but they weren't in there and i haven't checked this week so but thank you mm. uh, he says alarm bells started to ring when i saw the display uh and it was described as a caramel flavor twirl got one yeah. anyway Sure enough, no actual caramel in the twirl. Just a synthetic scent and hint of caramel flavour. Disappointing. I was looking forward to lovely molten caramel interwoven with the twirly goodness. But no such luck. Must do better, Cambry.
1: Bah. Um, Is it one of those limited edition jobbers that's only going to be around for a little bit? Or is this a permanent...
0: Uh, Yeah, I I don't know. because, Because the orange twirl's just been around for ages now.
1: Yeah, yeah. So,
0: this might just be like a new, might just be like a new thing, you know? Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a bit... Interesting. A bit
1: something... Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I guess it makes sense that there wouldn't be caramel in there, as as mentioned earlier.
0: It makes sense, but I still, hmm. I still
1: want it, you know? I'm still
0: annoyed. I'm
1: still like, have a go, you know? Do they
0: not,
1: do they not want to make a white chocolate twirl? Because that would be amazing, surely? That's something that's got to happen, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that sort of feels like it probably should happen. Yeah. I that
1: if would be happens. preferable to a caramel one, though.
0: Oh, I don't know. I mean, I like mm-hmm. white chocolate, don't get me wrong, but caramel in a twirl would just be the bee's knee. No, also, I mean
1: the one they've released.
0: Oh, the one they've released, then yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, sure. Yo, absolutely, yeah. No, yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Whisper Gold, it's kind of the, the thing we're describing, but not as interwoven as you'd like.
1: Can you, you know, still get Whisper Golds?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah they're still they pretty amazing. There. That's sort of like mm. not quite a twirl on the inside. It's more like closer to an arrow. But that lovely caramel element in there. Oh, mm. my God. Anyway, <clears throat> this one from... Uh, this uh, would we'll do the last one from John Hathaway. Uh, th- Lawrence also supplied some dual shockbusters. I'll add them to the list. They will be read out in due yeah. course, of course. Okay, good. Uh, John Hathaway, A-up, lads. Uh, I was uh-huh. listening back uh-huh. to uh, Old Podcast... And uh, someone mentioned the Switch OLED, uh, which uh, he said, this got me thinking about how I've been wanting to get a Switch for a couple of years, but kept putting it off. And now there are updates. I'm wondering if I should just get an older version for cheap or plump for the newer version. And then he said, this got me realising that back in the day, a console launch and even a console update, like the PS1 or the PS2 Slim, they felt Mm -hmm. like big events and the consoles felt a bit must-have. He said, nowadays though, I can't really think of any console variants that feel like must haves. Uh, Nothing really seems to have any sort of killer apps. Um, he says even huge hype events like uh, e3 and gamescom seem to have lost their luster as well he says i'm playing most recent games through their slightly cheaper last gen versions Um, yeah and he says "Uh, the only console i'm keen i'm keen on right now is the series x but even then that's only because it's back compatible with discs he says Mm. his question is has the excitement and the hype for new consoles gone the way of the incremental update like in the mobile phone market or do you think there's still an appetite for these big leaps in tech and industry <clears throat> an industry buzz cheers john i think i think uh just to jump in first of all i think that's true i think there used to be i remember when i was a kid and i saw the, the ps1 and i thought mm-hmm. oh man like that's that's a really it felt like a big deal but i don't well, i got know, like
1: chills when my mate got a ps1 and he booted it up and that noise that that music comes up that jingle i was just like uh, what oh, what is this? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, but sorry, I meant the PS1. Like yeah, the, that's the what I'm talking about. The Slim.
1: Oh, you mean the little Slim one? Oh, yeah. you're talking specifically about that?
0: Yeah, he's talking about like the PS2 Slim, the PS1. Oh, I Because remember, obviously, the PS1 was just called the PlayStation. Like, well, the, I've never given
1: ad- a toss about console upgrades, to be honest.
0: See, those, I know exactly what he means. Because I, I don't really, uh, not anymore, and not, not really since, like... Since the PS2, because even the even the, I remember the 360 ones were like kind of there was there was a few of them and like a couple of them were quite cool. Like the slim one was okay; it had built-in wi- uh, Wi-Fi, which was a big thing. But yeah, they weren't really. I remember when the PS2 Slim came out, and it was like a really big deal. And like the PS1 like Slim variant of the PS1 also felt like a kind of see oh, that felt
1: like a big deal because you could get the little attachable screen, With the flip-up it?
0: screen. Yeah, yeah, man, it's sort of yeah whereas now I guess it sort of puts them closer in the, I tell you what it is maybe they they mm-hmm. have less um the the stuff that that would that they kind of sell sell you on with the incremental updates they're always a sort of fairly unexciting technological thing, so it's just yeah. like oh well this one uh it is slimmer. Uh, but it's never going to be. It's never going to be that much slimmer. It's not like how the PS Two Slim was like fully amazing. It was like one quarter of the size of a PS Two. Like well, that, it's that. normally,
1: really, you know. I mean, more recently, it's been. Better resolution, better exactly. frame rate. Exactly, it's just that's like, the oh, the, era we're in now. this
0: one's got a processor and it means that, like, some games you can do on 60 frames per second where you couldn't, and yeah. it's like, yeah... That the, the, is inherently that, boring. That's cool <laughs> and everything, but it just makes it all feel a little bit more like PCs mm-hmm. now, and it's just like, yeah, yeah, I guess, you, yeah, it just sort of feels a bit, bit unexcited. Or, oh, this one's got more storage and, you know, a mm-hmm. higher resolution. It's just a bit like, oh...
1: Yeah, it's a bit dry, isn't yeah, no, it? It's not not exciting. So I think, yeah. I
0: think I think I uh, think John's right, but I would say it's not necessarily if the excitement and the hype has, uh, you know, for for those sort of like incremental consoles has gone down. It's still, it's it's got more to do with the technology. On the subject of the Switch, Nintendo I think is the only company who's like still doing it the old-fashioned way, like the Switch mm. Lite. Was genuinely mm. like a breath of fresh air, and that was the one I ended up buying, and really loved yeah. that console because I did. Th- it was the form factor was like a significant thing for me, mm. and the fact that the analog sticks are sort of built in, and it's like a dedicated, uh, well, yeah, sort of a dedicated handheld, I guess.
1: Um, yeah, well, it yeah. is, isn't it? You can't hook it up to a telly.
0: No, it it is. I just mean like there's. Mm. A, I think there's an argument there of like, is it a true handheld? I would argue no, because it's even though you can no longer hook it up it is still a hybrid console, it plays console like, to be a proper handheld, it needs to be even smaller for me, and also have dedicated handheld games but, that's a different discussion Uh, uh, get get the OLED though uh, John, if you're thinking about it, because it's supposed to be really stunning
1: (laughs) isn't it only worthwhile if you're not docking it If you're going to buy it and dock it, it makes no difference, right? Yeah,
0: it did kind of... There is that aspect to it. People that have played it say that it's like really stunning and can't imagine going Mm. back to the other Switch. But yes, it does annoy me because it's like you can only appreciate the OLED when it's in handheld mode. So why haven't they done a Switch Lite OLED? Like, If you're going to do an OLED one, do it on the one that's a dedicated handheld because if you hook the OLED Switch up to your TV, the OLED bit is now irrelevant. So... (laughs) yeah it's, it's a bit of an odd one but yeah i'd say get one because you know it's great i it's mean a great console.
1: Uh, counterpoint I've, I've just got an original switch yeah. and i still think it looks wonderful yeah and uh i don't feel like i'm missing out
0: no it's yeah no for, for sure you're not and you're not missing out at all it's literally it's only the people that have the oled uh, mm. uh i've just seen them just them kind of going oh shit i couldn't go back now um but yeah, yeah if, if you've never had one, my I'd say if you've if you've thought about a switch, get the light unless you really want to hook it up to the TV. Because yeah. yeah, anyway, that'll just oh, to us. Um Email, mm. email, email in podcast at videogamer.com with your uh, your queries and your rambles. Let us know if you're a trucker. Let us know if um, you're a forest uh, wanderer. Um, or any
1: other interesting sort of jobs. Uh, sort of, jobs.
0: yeah, past, yeah, 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 yeah. Like Obtutation. if you're a tree
1: surgeon and you, you're like 100 feet in the air, <laughs>
0: yeah, trimming
1: did, trimming branches, pollarding way, right, a tree, I do, can listen to this? <laughs>
0: are you yeah. to the po- Right, now listen, right, hmm? I don't want to knock tree surgeons, right? I'm sure they're...
1: Yeah.
0: But where do they get off using the word Surgeon. Doesn't yeah. it? Doesn't it feel like they're a bit above their station?
1: Yeah. In, there p- any, there are there any bits where they they sort of have to stitch up the bark? I d- Yeah. You know I mean? I mean, yeah. Deathly like transplant <laughs> sap transplant.
0: Give me ten cc's of sap. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: yeah. Like,
0: calm down.
1: Like you're gonna you're gonna have a massive backlash now from the tree surgeon community, though.
0: I probably will. It's just like mm. I've seen you up there. And you've got a chainsaw.
1: Like it's purely amputation, isn't it?
0: How accurate, can sur- how accurate can the surgery be if you're doing it with a chainsaw? Would be Well, my- write in and let us know. Write in and let us know. Because yeah. it's just like, if you're a butcher, it seems like they're quite happy to just be called butchers. Like, they don't go, yeah, I'm a meat surgeon. It's like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? That, I, I don't mm. know, something about a tree surgeon always seems a bit like, oh, all right, chill out. Well, tree out.
1: butcher doesn't sound right. <laughs> no a what sorry tree butcher that yeah. doesn't sound right either though
0: yeah a tree trimmer
1: yeah alright yeah a tr- <laughs> <laughs> and that's I'll it take, we've, uh, we've solved it <laughs> we've solved it yeah. don't
0: worry but that's it case closed right. um, right. or yeah email in if you're, a, if you're a tree trimmer and let us know mm. um, don't go on Snapchat don't go on Instagram get yourself on Twitter at richiew82 at joshywise uh, at videogamercom mm-hmm with your uh, quips your, your quimbles um, yeah quimbles get on over to videogamer.com for your gaming needs xboxachievements.com uh, uh, check out Rich's uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge mm. uh, review uh, where he yeah. talks about um, turtles sliced bread uh, yeah. and um, oh thanks to Adam Cook Andy B Conor Mahern for the stings for the music for the memories and we'll uh, we'll talk to you again uh, next week it's goodbye from me goodbye it's goodbye from Rich
1: goodbye back.